Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. It is Sarah, and we're here to talk about what is your healing strategy. And this is something I kind of developed later in my work as I saw so many women after a toxic relationship, toxic parent, toxic partner, toxic whatever. And within this work, they participated in what I call hot scotch healing. Okay, so hopscotch healing, which is, oh, let me try a little of this. Let me try a little of that. Let me try a little of this. Let me try a little of that. And hopscotch healing can be really good in some ways. Let's talk about the benefits of it, right? So you can figure out what works for you, right? So you can think, okay, I'm going to try, you know, a certain coach and see if that feels like a fit for me. I'm going to read a certain type of book and see if that feels a fit for me. I'm going to figure out if I'm really codependent, right? Some of the major conversation around this is about codependency and like, are you in a codependent relationship? Are you a codependent person? Uh, If you've heard my work on smart girl syndrome, which codependency, I did an interview that'll end up on the toxic person proof podcast. Um, It's like a vacuum that you're trying to like suck into people. Okay. And um, what I find is many girls have what I call smart girl syndrome, which means they've never met a problem they couldn't solve. And so they think they can solve the toxic person problem with enough hard work. Well, I can fix a relationship. I just haven't figured out how to yet. I just hadn't figured out how to communicate with them yet. I just can't figure out what they need yet. I just can't figure out uh, what I'm supposed to do yet. Okay. And within school, right? Like you, you don't understand math problems and you work harder and harder and harder and figure out how to solve the math problem. But with enough hard work, you figure it out and get the result you want. But if you're bringing that attitude into a toxic relationship where they say, oh, you need to work harder. You need to work harder. You need to work harder. And the finish line is always moving. Okay. If you've not read my article, The Love Language of a Narcissist on Medium, uh, you hear me talk about the finish line is always moving. Okay. It's never good enough. Keep trying, keep working. So you have one person who's saying, keep working, keep trying, try something else, try something else, try something else. And another person thinking, oh, if I work harder, I can get the results I want, which is a successful relationship, making them happy. The love relationship, the relationship with my parent, the relationship with whoever, if I work hard enough, you see the complexities of that. One person, I'm going to keep working, I'm going to work harder. And the other person saying, you're never, it's never enough. You're not working hard enough. That's what I call smart girl syndrome. It's very different than codependent, which is like, oh, I need someone to love me. I need someone to need me. I need someone to this. I need someone to that. So smart girl syndrome is something's coming out. Uh, talk. I talk a lot about it in my book, Toxic Person Proof, coming out in February. Uh, I talk about it on the podcast. There's this whole smart girl syndrome podcast episode, which I highly uh, think you should watch. Uh, so if you're not familiar with my work on smart girl syndrome, check it out there. Uh, but We also apply that smart girl syndrome to our healing strategy. Oh, I just need to work harder. Oh, I I can do it by myself. Oh, uh, time heals all wounds. Oh, let's figure out, you know, it'll just all work out on its own if I work hard enough. Turns into often this endless 
research on narcissism. I joke and I say, has any little girl ever grown up thinking her hobbies were going to be studying narcissism as an adult? Is that any little girl's dream? But when I talk to so many women, what are you doing with your time? If you look on Facebook, like who studies narcissism, like women in the US, just the US, it's like 82 million. 82 million people are studying narcissism. right? And if you've been in a toxic relationship, studying narcissism can be a great first step. Processing what happened to you is a great first step. It's a place to visit, not a place to live. Okay. Because if your hobbies are studying narcissism, your life is still about them. But for you to be happy, for you to be healthy, for you to feel good about yourself, for you to feel good about your life, for you to become the person that is vibrant and capable of healthy relationships, you have to take the healing process off obsessively studying them and start to study you. Start to know what you like, what your interests are, who you are, um, what your values are, what, what you bring to life, what you bring to parenting, what you bring to the world. What your purpose is here on this world. Because if you don't know who you are, who do you bring into another relationship? You know, they talk about loving yourself. I talk about knowing yourself, (laughs) right? Because if you don't know you, you can't love you. So the first step in a great healing strategy um, is knowing yourself, okay? Learning to trust yourself, taking back your thoughts, taking back your thinking so you can take back your life. It is drastically different than obsessively studying narcissism. Again, it's fine to do for a little while, figuring out what happened to you. But if all these experts that I've talked to, not a one of them said, key to becoming toxic person-proof is understanding toxic people. That's part of it. That's great. Okay, this is what toxic people do. But in reality, if you lie, if you come across a list of red flags... They're lying, they're screaming, they're controlling, they're manipulating, they are um, not letting you sleep, they are breaking things in your house, they are running around you behind your back, they're spreading lies. Do we really not know those are red flags? But yet I see so many people looking for lists of red flags rather than figuring out How did I talk myself out of that flag being red? That is obviously a red flag. If someone is keeping you up at night and not letting you sleep or hiding their, you know, hiding another relationship from you or degrading you or telling, making you feel small, is it that I didn't know that was a red flag or I somehow talked myself out of it being a red flag? And why and how are you talking yourself out of it being a red flag. How are you talking yourself out of that flag being red? And why? And how are other people talking you out of that flag being red, right? Oh, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'll eventually leave my wife. Oh, I know you haven't seen any action in three or four years, but you know, I'm going to come through. I haven't done it in three or four years, but I'm going to. If you just keep, you know, don't leave me. Don't ask me to change. Just accept me for who I am. Or they blame, or they play the victim. And they talk you out of the flag being red. They talk you out of taking action to benefit you. They talk you out of creating a better life for yourself. So your healing strategy has to be filling in that gap. How and why am I talking myself out of that flag being red? Who am I? Who am I protecting? How do I protect myself? And then the final stage in the journey is how to create yourself. If your hobby isn't studying narcissism, what is your hobby going to be? Where does happiness live for you? Are you going to create stability and security for you and your kids and loved ones? That's actually the three components of the Wonder Soulman program. Connect with yourself, protect yourself, and create yourself. And I see so many people and their healing strategy is studying everything there is to know about narcissism. Talking about the bad things that happen to them over and over and over again. Figuring out what's wrong with them. And I see so many women stuck and so many women cycling through. 
And so many women talking about the same problems over and over again. And you talk to them one year and they're trying to solve these problems. Then the next year, they're trying to solve the same problems. And the next year, they're trying to solve the same problems. And I say, what's your healing strategy? Well, what after, first of all, I say, what problem are you trying to solve? Well, I need to take back my thinking. You know, I need to figure out who I am. I need to restore my confidence. I need to figure out how to talk to my kids. I need to figure out how to uh, create a new life for myself. I need to figure out how to stop the addiction to him because I feel like I'm so connected to him. So those are the problems they're trying to solve. And I say, great, what are you doing to solve those problems? And they say, I'm exercising or I'm hiking or I'm having more dinner with friends. There is nothing wrong with exercising or hiking or having dinner with friends. Nothing wrong with going to the spa and getting your nails painted, okay? But when I say, you know, what are you doing to try to uh, protect your children? So you like learn how to make sure you never fall into another toxic relationship so you don't drag your kids through another toxic relationship. And then they say to me, well, I'm getting more massages for self-care, taking longer baths, hiking. You see where there's a disconnect. You see where the problems you're trying to solve and the solutions, there's nothing wrong with those solutions. There's nothing wrong with getting your nails done or going hiking. Actually, the place I live uh, is very closely uh, connected to this huge hiking area, right? So lots of hike people from all over the world come to where I live to hike. There is not statistics saying hikers are in less toxic relationships than non-hikers. People who exercise are in less toxic relationships than people who don't exercise. Uh, people who get their nails done are in less toxic relationships than people who don't get their nails done. People who get massages are in less toxic relationships than people who don't get massages. There's nothing wrong with those things. But when you're thinking about what am I investing my resources in? What am I investing my time in? What am I doing to try to solve this problem? You better know what your problem is and your solution to solve it better be matching those. Uh, I've been, my book's coming out. I've got a huge summit plan. I have been sitting a lot more than usual, okay? So a problem I'm trying to solve right now is moving more. So I have more energy. And so I don't gain weight from writing this book. If that's a problem I'm trying to solve, hiking is great. Exercise is amazing. That's exactly my, the problem I'm trying to solve matches the strategy I'm using to solve it. But if my problem to solve is having better tools to talk to my children to protect them from future toxic relationships, and then, I'm the, then I match it with I'm going to go get my nails done more for self-care, you see the disconnect, and you see why it's not working, and you see why women are stuck, and you see why women end up repeating toxic relationships over and over in that cycle of toxic relationships over and over. Or they stay stuck in the same. You know, I left four years ago, but my head is still circling. What do you, you know, how are you trying to move on past this relationship? Well, I'm talking about the relationship. I'm researching the relationship. No, no, no. I ask you how you're getting past the relationship. Oh, well, I'm talking about the relationship. I'm researching the relationship. No, no, no. I'm asking you how you're getting past it. Well, I'm getting my nails done more. And you see this huge disconnect or I'm watching YouTube videos. That can be amazing. That's great. Is there a strategy involved in that? Well, no, YouTube says you might also like this. Okay, so YouTube's algorithms are like your healing strategy. And again, there's nothing wrong. I get, I get that I'm the only one saying this, right? I don't want you to feel bad for reading books on narcissism or getting your nails done or watching YouTube. 
that if you're trying to overcome a toxic person problem and your strategy is what YouTube suggests next, you might like this too. It might be time to develop a healing strategy that allows you to know yourself, protect yourself, and create yourself. Create, you know, the best revenge is a life well lived, right? So when you're doing amazing and you feel well loved and you feel connected and you feel successful, you're not as likely to go back and miss the toxic relationship. But if all you do is like have a toxic relationship and then take out the toxic person, there's a hole in your life, which is why you have to create yourself. But you have to be able to protect yourself so that someone else can't come in and snatch you down and tear you down. Um, so I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense of what it means to have a healing strategy. So in your own life, what problem are you trying to solve? Be very specific. Feel better is not enough. I'm trying to be able to know who I am. I want to have a sense of feeling and purpose again. I want to be able to trust myself to walk away from future bad relationships and walk towards healthy relationships. I want to have better tools and strategies to teach my kids about, you know, not falling into another toxic relationship. I want to have a sense of peace within myself. So I have a sense of peace within my house. I want to find a healthy relationship. I want to prepare myself for a healthy relationship. Like all of those are crazy specific problems to solve. And once you figure out what problem you're trying to solve, what am I doing to match up that problem? Is the problem I'm trying to solve match the strategies I'm using? Or are they completely disconnected? If they are disconnected, what do I need? What strategies do I need in place to stop the hopscotch healing, stop jumping around, and start finally moving forward? It's not more work. What you're doing is already in that way. It's doing the wrong thing over and over again and being frustrated is a lot of work. Doing the right thing and it seeing results and building momentum is less work because you feel like there's some relief. You feel like, oh, I'm doing it. And you start to get a sense of personal power back because you start to build what I call in the Wondrous Woman program, small wins. And it's like, oh, I'm winning. Well, I can do it. I can do something else. I can move forward. I can do something else. Okay. So I hope that helps clarify what it means to have a healing strategy. What problem are you trying to solve? And what uh, very specifically can you do to solve that problem? Uh, if you are interested in the Wonder Woman program, know yourself, connect with yourself. Both of those are the same thing. Uh, learning to protect yourself and learning to create yourself. Go to sarahkramsey.com slash contact, or you can even message here and then get you some info on that. Um, and that's, if you've ever gone to the review page, my review page and why people are getting such amazing results, it's because there's a strategy. It's a strategy that works. And the phone call is about aligning what problems you have to what you want and not just scrambling, not just hoping to feel better, not just like, well, maybe it'll all work out, but really learning you so you can protect you. Hope you guys have a great day. And the Toxic Person Proof book is coming out in February. I'm doing a Toxic Person Proof Summit with all these expert interviews all aligned, coming straight to your inbox. It is free. It is my gift back to the world after this craziness of um, 
2020 and the early 2021 and COVID and everything else. Um, and it's amazing. And it's still not a healing strategy, right? So, because uh, it's hot, it's a little bit hopscotch healing because it's like, well, this expert on this and this first, it's like a buffet, right? And you really to move forward in the way you want something like the Wonder Solman program where it's like a path. It's not a buffet, it's a path. Step here, then step here, then do this, then do this. Okay, so I hope that helps. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support. And most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.